there have been some articles in the media, I have not been following the story closely, articles in the media lately about uh, some kind of scandal or alleged scandal about Justice Clarence Thomas getting lots of money, private school tuition for a nephew from a billionaire named Harlan Crow. The usual people take sides based on their partisan, uh, based on their partisan beliefs, whether this is uh, damning corruption or this is just a nothing burger and business as usual. Some people have said, have tried to counter alleged scandal about Justice Sonia Sotomayor getting royalties and payments for Random House for her memoirs and hearing cases involving Random House. There, there are a number of criteria from a halakhic perspective, probably from a legal perspective as well. There are a number of halakhic criteria that we use that, that make a difference when we analyze whether it's problematic for a judge to accept gifts, uh, to accept goods or services, items of value from the public. A number of different criteria that are relevant to assessing it, whether it's a one-off thing or an ongoing issue. Both Sotomayor and Thomas were accepted, were getting ongoing things. Sotomayor was getting ongoing royalties and payments for years. Uh, Thomas was getting tuition payments for a while. Another criterion we use is the question of whether the money is being given for free or in exchange for something. In Sotomayor's case, it was in exchange for her book. In Thomas, it was just apparently, Thomas's case, it was just a gift by a friend. We're going to study tonight several chuvas, several other sources that deal with these sorts of questions. These questions are certainly discussed in halacha. Of course, none of the chuvas, none of, none of the cases we're going to see are going to be exactly like either of these two cases. But nevertheless, it, it, is, uh, it, 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 it is helpful and important to see the, the chuvas in halacha discussing these cases, to have a background, to have a framework in, in, from which to consider these types of, uh, these types of things. Two of the most, uh, two, two important chuvas on this topic are by Rav Shmuel Abohav. Shmuel Abohav, the Dvar Shmuel, we last encountered him in his opposition to Megillah's Purim, these uh, Purim parodies that were popular in, very, in, various Jewish, in various Jewish cultures. One of the chuvas we're going to see tonight actually is, is rather near his other chuvas. It's also in a section on Purim, which is, it's also about Purim, Shalach Manas on Purim. Shmuel Avohav was a Venetian, an Italian posek of the 17th century, born, according to Wikipedia, in 1610, died in 1694. He was a leading posek in the 17th century in Italy. He was apparently a fierce, ferocious anti-Sabbatean. But in any event, uh, his Dvar Shmuel was a, was a halachic classic of that time. And two of the chuvas on this topic deal with deal with, uh, are in his sefer, are in his Dvar Shmuel, two of the tshuvas dealing with uh, conflict of interest or you know, bias questions involving judges, involving gifts, are in the sefer Dvar Shmuel. Before, before we get to his tshuvas, we'll, we'll take a look at a Gemara in Ksuvas, a, a, uh, a, cent, a central, a, a basis for all this discussion is a passage in the Talmud Bavli in Ksuvas. It discusses various rules of what we would call ethics, r- rules rules of ethics for judges, and it, uh, it, 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 it tells us a bunch of things that judges should, that judges should, should not do, that judges should not do. It's, as we'll see, it's not clear whether all these things are strict psulim, or some of these things are midas chasidus, but the, the Gemara gives us a bunch of rules about things that a judge shouldn't do. The Gemara begins, it says, 
Hi, Diana de Shoel Sheilta. If a Dayan borrows things from people, Pasul Lame Dandina, he is Pasul from he's possible from being a judge, certainly for those people from whom he borrows. That the he, it's, it's considered that he's getting something from the from the people. The, even though he's only borrowing things, that borrowing itself is, is something of value. So if he if he borrows things, we'll discuss soon whether that means he borrows occasionally, frequently, but uh, regularly, but he borrows things from people, he's possible. That's only if it's a one-way street. If he doesn't have things to lend, he only borrows, then he's possible. But if it's reciprocal, if, 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 if he borrows things from other people, but, but he also lends things to other people, then he, he gives as good as he gets, so to speak, so then he is not possible. So that, that's the first statement of the Gemara. Puzzle sounds like it's not just a Humra. Puzzle sounds like it's Puzzle B'dyeved, Me'ikra Adin. If he borrows things, certainly if he gets actual Shalchad, but even if he just borrows things, he is Puzzle. The Gemara goes on and makes various statements about Shalchad. It says Shalchad corrupts, Shalchad causes people, even if you don't pay somebody explicitly to throw the case, the mere fact that you gave him money in connection with the case, that uh, that creates a tendentiousness, a, 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 a bias toward that side. And therefore, if Papa says, a person should not be a judge for a friend of his, a person should not judge someone for, for whom he has affection or for whom he has antipathy, because if he likes him, he'll have a hard time, he'll, he'll, it'll be difficult for him to see arguments against him. The, the sunny lay, someone he dislikes, it'll be hard for him to find schus, to find merit. Now again, certain types of Ohev and Sone, of friends and enemies, the Dayan's actually puzzle. This Gemara does not seem to say he's puzzle. Lo leidun inish, l'chatchila, it sounds like a person shouldn't judge. This may be talking about a type of friend, not a very close friend, but even someone whom he has some degree of friendship or some degree of enmity. Ideally, he should avoid being a judge on, on, for such a case. The Gemara goes on. The Gemara brings more stories. Later it discusses Shochad. It says, Shochad Mamun, actual bribe, a suitcase full of cash, an envelope full of cash, is certainly usher, even Shochad Varm. Even what the Gemara calls verbal Shochad, even that's usher. The examples the Gemara says, Hechi Dami Shochad Varm, what is considered Shochad Varm, what are considered verbal Shochad. The examples the Gemara gives are not actually verbal, the, 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 the Gemara's examples refer to minor favors, various, uh, various friendly or uh, friendly gestures, propitiating gestures of propitiation to the judge. They're not actually cash payments, but they're various favors and courtesies, which, uh, which also are considered a form of shokha. First story, the Gemara says, Shmuel was crossing a narrow ferry, and, uh, and someone gave him his hand. He said, here, take my hand. Shmuel said, who are you? What are you doing here? He said, I have a din. I, I have, I have, I have a, a basin case. Shmuel said, I recuse myself. I'm I'm not going to take your case. You did me this favor of giving me your hand. Amemar. Amemar was one sitting and a feather, of, a piece of, piece of dirt fell on his head. A person came and just pulled the, you know, pulled the thing off, his, pulled the thing off like a leaf falls on your sweater. Someone comes and pulls it off. See, again, Amemar asked him, what are you doing here? He said, I have a din. Amemar said, Similarly, Similarly, Marukva, he, there was, there was some, uh, someone had spit, and there was, there, there, there was spittle in the road. Someone came and covered it up as a courtesy to him. He said, Maya, Maya Vidatech, what are you doing here? Dina Isli, the familiar uh, dialogue. Similarly, nope, can't do, can't do your case. There was a case of an artist, a sharecropper. 
that he used to bring, that he used to bring the, the peras, that the way a sharecropper works is the sharecropper, the sharecropper tends to the field, the agricultural work on a field belonging to somebody else, to the owner. He brings the owner a share of the produce, and he keeps a share of the produce for himself, hence the name sharecropper, they share the produce. Every day he used to bring, every day he used to bring a basket full of fruit to the owner, the sharecropper of Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi was the owner, the sharecropper would bring him some fruit every hour of Shabbos, one day he brought it on Thursday, he asked him, this week you're early, he told him, Dina Islacha. so I'm on the way anyway, I have a din, so I figured I'll bring you the Paris on the way, he told him, I'm on the way anyway, he wouldn't take it, and he said, I won't take your case, you're doing me favors, you're being courteous, no, 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 no I'm not, I'm not going to be the judge, the Gemara goes on and so on. So all these things, the Gemara says, Psilna these things, some of the posts can say, are not, are not literally puzzled. They mean, L'chatchila, the, the judge shouldn't, the, 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 at least L'chatchila, the judge shouldn't be, shouldn't hear a case. When I was, when I was serving on Basin Mesharm in Lakewood, so we were once in the courtroom getting ready to hear a case, I realized I had forgotten something in my car, so I, I went, dash, I dashed out to the car, I went flying down the stairs, as I went uh, hurtling through the doorway, someone going in or going out, I saw someone you know, hold the door open for me. So I asked him afterwards, I, I noted who he was, and I, or I asked him, or I saw afterwards, he was one of the litigants. So I asked my colleagues, should I recuse myself from this case? He held the door open for me. We decided that I would not recuse myself from the case. We had scheduled it, we had planned it, it would have caused uh, some hassle. Again, this is a chumrah, this is something that we do in, in some cases, but uh, ideally a dayan shouldn't preside over a case, even where he had just a minimal level, uh, even where he had just just a just, 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 even where he had just just just, just a, a minimal level of hanah. Okay, so the now going to the dvar the, 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 the these little vignettes one after another in the gemara the, 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 these form the basis for all the subsequent discussion in the poskim about what a dayan may or may not do. And still, and still maintain his integrity. His, uh, his, uh, what, what can he do without compromising his ability to be a judge? So the first Varshmuel, number three in the handout, Sheila, imutir ladayin ladun kishachanu baladinim who arofe shlo haragaletzlo. Can a dayan preside over a case where one of the litigants is his personal physician? So what's halacha? Can 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 a person be a judge for his physician? So, the Dvar Shmuel explains as follows. He says, first of all, he says, before we even get into the halacha, we have to discuss whether this kehila has any particular rules. Do they have shum takana pratis? Uh, did, 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 did the communal leadership establish any takana that uh, allows such a dayan to serve, that, that waives certain halachic rights? So, it sounds like from what you're telling me, there's no special rule in this case, that they just rely on the Standard halacha of the Shulchan Aruch. There's no special minag or takana. Therefore, okay, so we're going to consider the basic halacha, and uh, we're going to consider the basic halacha without reference to any local, special local rules. Says Edvar Shmuel, there's a fundamental distinction between whether this physician provides his services uh, that went pro bono to the judge or whether he charges as physicians generally do. That's going to be a fundamental distinction, he says. He says that, and he explains that there are, there are two reasons, there are two potential reasons why a Dayan would not, able to, would not be able to judge his, his physician. 
One of them is their friends. They have a relationship. They know each other, and they have, uh, they have a personal connection. Maybe that falls into the category of, oh, hey, he likes his doctor. His doctor helps him. His doctor makes him feel good. His doctor cures him. So one, one argument is that he's someone who, who he likes. So the Rav Papa said a person shouldn't judge he likes his physician. The other reason is possibly shochad, that he receives things from the dayan, he receives from the physician, he receives treatment. So what we have to so these are two potential reasons why a person shouldn't judge his physician. A person is not cut, would not be kosher, would not be recommended to judge his physician. And we have the first question we have to we have to ask. He says, is is the physician providing his services for free, or is he charging for his services? So he says. If he's not charging, if the physician is providing his services for free to the judge as a, as a gift, then he says, in addition to the question of friendship, we have the, perhaps the more serious concern, an ordinary friend is not strictly puzzled. It's ideally you avoid it, but an ordinary friend, unless it's a very, very close friend, is not generally puzzled. The Gemara says, what's an ohev? A shushpin. A shushpin, someone who's really close, that, that, that's the kind of friend who can't be a dying. An ordinary friend that you have a personal connection to in the community is not generally, strictly speaking, someone who who your apostle lived in. However, if he's providing his services for free, now we're dealing with Shochat. Now we're dealing with Dinah Deshal Shelta. We said that we said that if the we said that if the the Gemara says even if you're not getting a tangible good, you're not getting a car or a, a suitcase full of cash from the from from the litigant, even if you're just Shal Shelta, even if the Dayan just borrows things, that itself makes him puzzled. Receiving the use of property also makes uh, is also considered something of value. It also makes a die in puzzle. The, 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 the Gemara's language was, was pretty strong about this. The Gemara said, puzzle and Adandina. He's, 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 he's puzzle. Says Advarshim, also receiving medical services can make you puzzle as well. Now, there is a Marik he brings. There is a chuva in the Marik. The Marik has at least two, also two important chuvas. We're not going to focus on them in as much detail tonight. But the Marik, Rabbi Yosef Kalon, great, one of the late Rishonim, one of the great postkim of the 15th century. The Marik has a couple of important chuvas on the, the ethics rules of, of Dayanim. And the Marik does say that if the, that Shal She'elta is only if he does it regularly. The Gemara's language, if he is Shal She'elta, the Gemara, the, it, it's a present tense. Shal She'elta, he routinely, he regularly borrows, he's possible. Someone who borrows occasionally, the Marik says, is not possible. So, okay. So, 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 so unlike a suitcase full of cash, where even one suitcase will make you puzzle, if the fellow just occasionally borrows something from someone else, the, if the dying occasionally borrows something that doesn't make him puzzle, says the Dvar Shmuel, that is not relevant to us. Holo He says, no such thing as a, as a one-off akrai refuah. I mean, obviously there is. There's certainly the way, the way medicine works today. There are certainly doctors who you might see once in your life. You need, you, need a, you need a procedure. You'll go to the doctor. You'll do the procedure. You may never see him again. You'll come once for a post-operative visit, and you may never see the doctor again. But at least, at least in the medicine of the 17th century, the Dvarshmuel understood. It's an ongoing relationship. He says the, 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 phys- the physician is, is not, a, it's not simply a, a one-time visit. Lo shaykha Certainly, he says, if we're dealing with a chronic condition... So certainly the physician has to regularly visit the patient and provide services. Therefore, he says that the physician is equivalent to Shal Sheelta. It is not Be'akrai. It does not fit into the category of an occasional or one-time thing. That's not, that, that, that's not 
that, that's not an accurate description, he assumes, of the relationship of a physician and his patient. Now, the, the Dvarshmuel addresses his colleague, who is apparently uh, a scholar as well, at Talmud Chacham, who had apparently written his own opinion and his own tshuva. The Dvarshmuel disagrees with certain aspects of his analysis. He says, The Dvarshmuel's correspondent had said that the psul of someone who borrows is, 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 is according to many Rishonim, he said it's only it's only lechatchila uh, and a chumrah. It's only according to one Rishon, the Riva, that it's uh, that it's actually b'dieved meikra adin. So the the, the Shoel of the Drashmuel had argued that it's not such a serious thing. According to most poskim, it's only a chumrah lechatchila. The like the other cases in the Gemara about blowing off the feather and giving him his hand on the on the ferry says the it's true. The Drashmuel says that, that the poskim say those other things in the Gemara. Are only chumras. Those other things are only lechatchila. But Minasvara, the Drashmuel says the shal sheilta is much worse. The case of sheila is more is more serious is, is a more severe issue than the other ones. It's a substantial benefit to borrow things regularly, and the dayan accepts it willingly. He he he's a party to the transaction. It's not just someone gave someone brushed off a feather without his asking for it. He says the lashon of the Gemara about shal sheilta, the lashon of the Rambam. Is that it's Medina, it says the language of Pisel, Pusel, as we read before, the Gemara's language is Pusel Medandina, the language of Pusel sounds like it is absolutely Pusel, it's not just the Chumrah. He says, Maria bin Leif, Rabbi Yosef bin Leif, one of the great postkim from the time of the Shulchan Aruch, great postkim of the Sfardim in Turkey, also makes this, already made this point. He says that Shal Sheilta, borrowing things, are much worse than the other examples in the Gemara. The other examples in the Gemara might just be Chumras, but Shal Sheilta is, is, is Me'ikra Adin. And the, he brings very... The, the, the Marie Ben Leif said he wasn't sure. He said it wasn't clear in the postkim. It might be worse, but he wasn't sure. Other Achronim say, the Farish, that the case of Shal Sheilta is Pasal Medina, Aliba de Kuli Alma. So that's the Drash Mol's conclusion. He says, a Dayan who routinely receives something of value from someone else services, medical services in this case, even though it's not envelopes full of cash, says the, says the Dvar Shmuel, if we want to be medame the rofe to that the, that if we compare the rofe to that, it would be puzzled, it would be puzzled legamri because of Shal Sheilta, Shal Sheilta is Mikra Din, and therefore, we can argue that Shal that uh, someone who provides medical services, that's considered he has given the Dayan items of value, Value and therefore the dayan cannot is puzzled, puzzled mikra din to be a dayan for that person. Says the Shmuel, nu We can be mechalik between whether he is providing services only around the time of the case, or whether he has an, a, a long-standing relationship where he provided services to the judge. So we're going to see. This is a controversial svara. The chida is going to disagree strongly, but the Shmuel says a chidush over here. The Shmuel says. If this relationship had begun earlier, that uh, that that had begun, that uh, it, that that if it began around the time of the din or shortly before or shortly after, that's much more serious because that looks like that he that he's giving the dying things in connection with the din. But if it was darko bekach mikedem, if 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 this was an ongoing relationship previous prior to any any actual case that the litigant has, he always did this chesed, and then the din Torah arose. Says the Dvar Shmuel, lo mifsal bahana shochad, that we can argue that there's no uh, there's no issue of shochad here. The same thing would be true in shal sheilta. If the 
if he began to borrow things before he became a Dayan, he says. I'm not sure why in the first case he seems to think it would have to be before this particular din. In the case of Shal Sheolte, it would have to be before he became a Dayan at all. But he says, even if he continues, as long as this, this habit began prior to the din, prior to him becoming a Dayan, then maybe he's not puzzled. We can argue he's not puzzled. And he says, he says we can derive this from a halacha of ribis. We can derive this from the laws of ribis. There's, a, there's no precedent for this, in other words, in the halachas of, of Shochet itself. But there is a precedent for this in the, in the laws of ribis. The, the halacha of ribis is that the love, the borrower, is not allowed to provide anything of value to the malva, to the lender, in connection with the loan. Even if it's not cash, he certainly can't give him an extra 10% when he repays the loan, or any other time. He can't even provide other goods and services. He can't give him uh, a gift. Uh, he, can't just, he can't just do substantial favors for him. Anything the lover provides the malva will, will fall under the prohibition of ribis. However, there is an exception that anything that the lova, the, the, the borrower, was in the habit of providing to the malva uh, because of their personal friendship or whatever reason, he did that prior to the loan, then he's allowed to continue doing that even after the loan, as, as long as a couple of conditions are met. As long, it can't be Davrashel for Hesia Kolkach, it can't be something which is very public, the Rishonim say, allowing him to live in his premises rent-free. That's something which is so visible, it, it's, so, uh, it's so public, that looks like Ribbis and it's Usur, even if, he genu- even if he let him live in his property before he borrowed the money as well. But beyond that, he says, as long as it is something that's, that was not done in connection with the loan, it was something he used to do even before the loan, he's allowed to continue doing it after the loan. He's allowed to teach the, he's allowed to teach the Malva Torah, he's allowed to teach his son Torah, even though tutoring, teaching services cost money. Nevertheless, it's a valuable service, but if he was in the habit of providing the service for, for free, even before the loan, he is allowed to continue after the loan as well. Says the Dvar Shmuel, Medical services seem like tutoring services. It doesn't have quite the same level of, uh, of publicity as living in his property does. That the, it's more like teaching, where even though people know, people might know that you teach him, they know that you, that, that, that you see him as a patient. Nevertheless, that's not quite as, as public, as blatant as letting him live in your property. And therefore, just as we find in the laws of Ribis, if the Malva was providing the, if the Lova was providing the service before the loan began, He's allowed to continue providing the service after the loan began. It doesn't, because we see it's not connected to the loan, it's independent to the loan. So, again, the laws of ribbons are quite complicated. If you have an actual question about this, uh, a rub should be consulted on, on, on an individual set of circumstances. But in general, there is such a dispensation that if the service was being provided even before the loan, we see it's clearly not connected to the loan. It may continue to be provided after the loan. Says it Varshmuel, his chedosh is, the same thing applies to judges as well. That if the physician used to provide his free treatment out of respect for the Atamat Chacham or any other reason, if, if, if he used to provide this treatment for free to the Dayan, unconnected to the case, unconnected to his job as a Dayan, then it is not a question of Shochad, it is Mutter. However, he goes on to say, th- this may increase the second problem, which is the problem of if he's his friend. If he provides a service because he's friendly with him, the, 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 the fact that he always did so reduces the problem of Shochad. It's not given in connection with the case, with the judgment, but it does mean that he's his friend, which creates a second problem of a friendship, which is not as serious. We'll get into this discussion soon. So I'll call upon him. This is the Dvar Shmuel's first major chedr. She argues, even though the provision of a service 
potentially could be considered shochad. It's like shal she'ilta, like a dayan who borrows. If he's getting the use of property, that itself can be shochad. Similarly, if, if, if someone provides some free services, that could be shochad. But if these services were provided before he became a dayan, before the, the case began, they're not connected to the din, then he's allowed to continue providing the services, and he's allowed to still be a dayan, even after the services, even though the services continue, even after he's a dayan, because they're not being, they're not, they're not being provided with any, in connection to the din. It's, an, it's a long-standing relationship, and therefore it's not considered shochad. As I mentioned, the chidah, skip to the chidah now in uh, number four, the chidah in his Birke Yosef is quite unhappy with this. The chidah says, that which the Drashmul says, that if they have an ongoing relationship that preceded the din, that's okay, both in the case of Shal She'ilta and in the case of provision of medical services and so on. Lo Nehirali. Says the chidah, I do not think this is correct. He says, it is shochad, because I'm getting hana. I'm getting long-time Hanah, so I'll get Hanah in the future. That, that certainly clouds the judgment of the... That certainly clouds the judgment of the Dayan. Why does it matter that the... Why does it matter that the... It's not, it didn't start in context with the Din. If, if, if I happen to give the Dayan an, an envelope of cash every week, every, every, once a week for, for 10 years, so it's not connection with the Din. Certainly, he, he feels Hakar Zatov to me, and he knows which side of the... Which side, which side his bread is buttered on, certainly there, there, there's a question of shochat here, says the Chidah. So what does it matter that, that it didn't start directly in connection with the din? Self kal self, the Dayan feels beholden and feels uh, the, the Dayan will have a tendentiousness toward the person who gives him the envelopes full of cash. Well, why should it matter? He's talking about, not to my cash, he's talking about shal and medical services, but self kal self. The Dayan knows he gets these valuable services from the litigants. So what does it matter that it started before the din? Certainly, intuitively, the, the Chidah makes a lot of sense. You can tell me that this kind of shochat doesn't cloud his judgment. What about the Raya from Ribis? The Chidah doesn't even bother to explain. He just says, Ribis is a totally different uh, calculation, calculus. Ribis is, Ribis is completely different, and that's obvious. What's the difference? The difference, Lachar, is what we just said. Ribis is not about clouding the Malva's judgment. The Torah said, don't pay Ribis. There's nothing wrong with giving money if it's not in connection with a loan. You, you can't give ribis, you can't give extra payment for a loan. If you give extra money that's in no way connected to the loan, it, it would have happened anyway. It, 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 it wasn't contingent on the loan. It wasn't, it wasn't connected in anybody's mind to the loan. Why is that ribis? But when it comes to shochad, the issue is that it clouds the dayan's judgment. The fact that, this, that, that these services preceded the, the case and weren't given in any connection to the case, self call self, they cloud the dayan's judgment. It's, it's easy to see this would, this would create a, a, some kind of conflict of interest and the dying puzzle. So this is the first Chiddush of the Drashmuel. The Drashmuel says that when we're dealing with, at least when we're dealing with non-cash payments like Shal She'ilta, borrowing the dying who borrows things, or a dying who receives free services, even though that could be Shochad, says the Drashmuel, that's only Shochad if they're given in a coordinated way in connection with the case. They began at the time the case began, around that time, in a case where the services began earlier, then the Drashmul says there's no problem. The Chidah says, yes, there is. It's still Shochad. It still creates a conflict of interest on the part of the Dayan. Pesachet brings both these opinions. This is one major machlokas. As we mentioned, now the Drashmul switches to the second argument. Even if we'll say it's not Shochad. We'll say if he gave it before, it's not Shochad. Or we'll say that if he, if he charged for his services. Let's say the doctor charges for his services. Nothing's free. The question is, does, does, the, does the doctor-patient relationship, does that itself create 
some kind of conflict of interest, or to use the halachic terminology, does that make him an ohev? Does the personal relationship, does that make him too close? Does that make him have a personal connection? A person shouldn't be a judge for Mandarachim Light, for someone who he's too friendly with. And as we mentioned, the Drashmul says, to the extent that the services were provided before the case started, that might reduce the issue of Shochad. On the other hand, it magnifies the issue of friendship. If you see they're such good friends that he provided him services on an ongoing basis for a long time, clearly they're good friends. Clearly the, the, the Dayan has some kind of relationship with him. So he says, now we have to worry, now we have to worry that they are friends. So he says, uh, we're we going to have to worry about this chashash. He says, the, worry about the friend chashash. Because of, uh, you can't be a judge of someone who's your friend. He brings a, a, a kind of slightly humorous aside. He says, there's a famous ruling of the Marik. It's brought in Shulchan, another Marik. It's brought in Shulchan Aruch. Again, the Marik was an earlier authority, a 15th century authority. The Marik says, Mechutanim, if uh, two people whose children married each other are allowed to be judges one for the other. A person can't be a judge for his child, but he can be a judge for his mechutin. So the Akronim asks, I understand that in terms of the laws of relatives, they're not considered related, but surely they're friends? Their kids got married? Aren't they? Sometimes they're not friends, sometimes they're enemies maybe, but uh, frequently they'd be friends. Typical mechutanim, we hope, are friends and getting along. How can the Marik just say that mechutanim can be judges for each other? Isn't it quite likely that mechutanim are friends? There are Akronim who challenge the Marik, who say, no, even if they're not considered relatives, they're friends. Okay, but the basic rule is clear. Putting aside the, the, curious, quite, the curious case of Mechutanim, in general, a person should not be a judge for someone he is a friend with. So the Drashmul goes on, he says, let's say the doctor was charging for his services. Even though he says, so at this point we have no clear precedent from the Talmud, all the cases in the Talmud are not exactly, uh, are not exactly like this, of someone who provides services and is paid for it. The cases in the Gemara, he brought the stuff early, or he did uh, stuff, stuff like that. But the people who have an actual commercial relationship, he pays the fair value, doesn't get a discount, pays the fair value of the services. But he is his doctor. Does that itself create a relationship which, which, which creates an impropriety for him to judge his physician? Says the Marik, the original Marik in Simon Tazayin, the Marik talks about a, a Rebbe who teaches a, a pupil, a student, Bishar, for pay, a tutor who's paid for his services. Is he able to be a judge is, is he able to be a judge? Can the Rebbe and the student be judges for each other? So, says the says Vashmuel, you can argue this is better or worse than the case of the Rebbe and the Talmud. The, the, the Marik himself was asked about this question, and that, that was the question, of the, the question asked to the Marik in Simon Tezayin. Can a, can a Rav be, be, be kosher le'edus, or to be a Dayan for his Talmud, or for the father of his Talmud? So the Marik goes, goes back and forth on this question. Says Vashmuel, our case of the our case of the the physician, we can argue is uh, it's not exactly the same as a Rebbe and a Talmud. Which do you think? Which do you think creates a closer relationship, a closer personal relationship, the teaching someone Torah, or providing him with medical treatment? Who do you feel uh, warmer to, closer to, your Rav or your doctor? So the people might have their own opinions, and the Dvarshmuel himself is not quite sure. Depends on the Rav, I guess. Depends on the doctor. There are some doctors who are cool and efficient, and there are some doctors who are warm and friendly. There are some Rabbanim who are teach Torah and, and, and tell you the halacha, but, but are not you know, personally so friendly. There are some who are very friendly and warm. Anyway, the, the Dvar Shmuel doesn't get into these types of case-by-case distinctions. 
He just discusses in a general way who does a person feel closer to? Someone who, someone who teaches him Torah or someone who provides him with medical treatment. Says the Marik, says I mean, on the one hand we could say Torah. Torah creates the greatest personal closeness. More than, more than medicine. It says, A person's Talmud, a, person, a, person's, a person is supposed to love his Talmud, his, the, the honor of his Talmud should be as precious to him, as dear to him as his own. So maybe the Talmud shouldn't, maybe the Rebbe shouldn't judge his Talmud because he, he loves his Talmud, yeah, he has such a, a warm feeling toward his Talmud. The issue here is, not, the issue here, I, I'm conflating the two things of, the, of the, the patient and the member of the congregation toward, toward the rabbi, toward the doctor, and vice versa. We're considering here, really, we're considering, the, he's going to mix both of them together. He's considering the Rebbe toward the Talmud, and he's considering the, the, the patient toward the physician. Maybe it goes both ways, but I'll call upon him, he says, that we can argue that Torah creates a, 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 a stronger emotional bond. Oh, Klach Ladarizat, maybe it goes other direction. A doctor and a patient, he, he gets immediate Hana and Olam Hazet, he makes him feel better, he cures his disease. English took Masa, a person, a person owes his life, owes his health to his, uh, to his doctor. That's a tangible, you know, the, he, he, even, though, even though we are Maminim, but Maminim, we're religious Jews. At the end of the day, though, we, 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 that, 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 that the, the religious things are abstract. The, the health and the medicine is something tangible, something physical. Even the Marie Ben Lev. The Marie Ben Lev says that the... Marie Ben Lev says that if you have a Talmud Chacham who receives a stipend from the community, like a kol stipend or a stipend for a rabbi, to teach students. He's talking about someone who's paid by the community, like a, a teacher in a public school, kind of. That someone is paid by the community to teach students. Says the Marie Ben Lev, this Rebbe is not considered to have an improper personal relationship with his paymasters, with those who pay him, because he says it's, uh, he's, he's getting paid. He's getting paid for his services. It's not even a Midas Chasidus to avoid the, to recuse yourself, he said, because as long as I have a, as long as I'm not receiving anything gratis, the money I receive is simply fair compensation for my work. It's no different from a Dayan from a, a who's paid as a building contractor. Again, we would argue with Manazev that if you get paid even as a contractor, as a, if you're an electrician, you shouldn't be a die-in for your client because you want the business. I mean, you, you don't want to upset your customers. So I, so I, I always thought that the halacha's rules are remarkably relaxed in this area. I, I would certainly uh, be unhappy with a judge who had a business relationship with one of the litigants, even, even if everything was above board and all the money that changed hands was market rates and so on. At the end of the day, Someone who has a business partnership with somebody, you know, is, is reluctant to upset uh, his his relationship. Okay, but the Marie Ben Lev is not concerned with this. He says, since the the Dayan, the, the Dayan slash teacher in this case, is getting paid fair compensation for his work, this is not considered shochah. This doesn't create any any type of uh, improper friendship, even. And therefore, even the Marie Ben Lev though might agree that a physician is worse. A physician. Is, uh, certainly, an ongoing physician relationship it creates a it creates a personal connection between the doctor and the physician more so than other types of professionals. Even the Marie, even the Marie Ben Leib would agree that it's a problem. He says, but, but again, this type of problem is only midas chasidus. This is not shochad. This is not such a close personal friend like a shushpin to like a best man at a wedding to the extent that you're such a close friend that you're puzzled. This is just like the other stories of the Gemara Ksuvus. Ideally, a person should avoid. Even uh, lesser, lesser conflicts of interest, someone who you have a, a warm relationship with, 
even if it's not your, even if it's not your, your soulmate, your bosom friend, but uh, that a doctor, he argues, is a close enough relationship that ideally a dayan should not preside over a case involving his personal physician. But again, that's only midas chasidus, ein kochu baldino lepastel balkarcho, the other litigant can't demand, insist that he recuse himself. This is my opinion. This is the conclusion of the Dvar Shmuel. So again, his conclusions are, in the case where he's not paying for the services, that's a more serious issue of Shochad. That is going to be Osir. It's like a Dayan who borrows things regularly, so too a physician who provides regular services. That would be considered Shochad, and it's usher for the Dayan to preside over a case involving his physician. The one exception that Rav Shmuel has is if these services were provided on an ongoing basis, on a long-term basis, before the case began, they, the services did not begin at the time of, in connection with the case, in connection with his being a Dayan, then the Rav Shmuel says it's okay. Even that, we saw the Chidah disagrees. The Chidah says that's only a Hatter in the context of Ribis, but in the context of Shochad, it's, it's still considered Shochad. The, the Dayan still knows that he's getting free services from this physician. It still creates a problem of Shochad. So, this, so the, the case of the services is definitely Shochad. The only possible Hatter is if the services were provided on an ongoing basis, un- unconnected with the Din. And even that, the Chidah says is Aser, but that, the Vashmuel says is Mutter. The second case, where he's, he's paying for the services, the only question is whether this still creates a problematic relationship uh, whether still create whether this is still a problem, that's much more lenient. That the the the, the Marie Ben Leif says in the case of the tutor paid by the community, that's mutter entirely. When it comes to a physician, it could be better, it could be worse. The the, the goes back and forth on whether on whether medical benefit is, is is creates a closer, warmer relationship than spiritual benefit than Torah. He goes back and forth, but at the end of the tshuva, he seems to be no telahachmer. That's how the chidah brings it. That the that the Shmuel is no telahachmer. That the dayan, as a midas chasidus, should not be a judge for his personal physician, even if he's paying for everything at, for a fair price. It's not possible in the din. The other litigant can't demand that he recuse himself. But midas chasidus, the, the the ideal, most proper way to behave is for the dayan to recuse himself from a case involving his personal physician, even if he's paying the physician the standard rate for his services. In the last few minutes, we'll just turn to another tshuva of the Dvar Shmuel. This first one was Dvar Shmuel Simon and Dalad. The second one is Dvar Shmuel Simon Kufzadi Aleph. This is the Purim one. It's, it's, it's in a cluster of tshuvas about Purim, at least two. He says, a person wants to give his dayan, wants to give the dayan shalach manas. He says, are you allowed to do that? Do we, do we have to worry that he might include more than normal shalach manas and that that could be shalchad? Is a person allowed to give Mishloch Manas to a Dayan? Says the... So apparently, again, the Dvashmul was discussing this with a learned correspondent who expressed his own opinion on the question. The Dvashmul says he agrees with uh, certain aspects of the correspondent's analysis. The, 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 there was one point the correspondent wasn't sure about. That's what he's going to talk about. He doesn't say exactly what these three uh, sections are, but he says, Ba'ofenagimel, Misapkaleh. So says the says the Dvar Shmuel, this case that we're talking about, can you give Mishloch Manas to a Dayan? He says, it's hard to give a black and white answer. It's a judgment call. It depends on appearances. We, have to, we, we know the famous rule, we have to avoid actual conflict of interest and appearance of conflict of interest. Appearance of impropriety is as bad as impropriety. We have to avoid that, and we have to avoid, and we have to, it's you, you have to be honest. 
If the minag is, he says, that people give all kinds of elaborate shalachmanas to their friends and people they know, and certainly to Bali Torah, people give the rav, nice shalachmanas, people give their child's teachers, sometimes nice shalachmanas. If that's the custom that people do give more elaborate shalachmanas to their friends, in other words, certainly you can give the dayan an apple and a, an apple and a bottle of Coke, that, that, that's certainly fine. The question is giving him, I guess, a nicer shalachmanas or, or something beyond the, the bare minimum. So he's saying that if this is the general custom of that city. People do give nicer shalachmanas to their friends and to Renta Bnei Torah, Balei Torah. And he says, and, and there's no reason to believe that there's no indication from his conduct that he has an ulterior motive, that he has a, uh, that he has a darker motive, he says. It's just for the mitzvah of Purim. Then there's no iser. There's no iser. And he brings an interesting raya, going back to that same Gemara in Ksuvis. One of the stories in the Gemara there, it says, Rishmal ben Elisha was a Kohen. And it says there was a certain person who had Rashis Hagez. Rashis Hagez is one of the Matnas Kuhuna. A person, there are 24 Matnas Kuhuna. There are 24 different gifts that, that the Torah commands people to give to Kohanim. Some of them are more famous than others, things like Truma and Bikurim. One of the perhaps lesser known ones is called Rashis Hagez, the first sharing of the sheep. Certain amounts of the wool is supposed to go to the coin. So this person, he shared some sheep and he brought the Rashis Hagez to Bishmal ben Elisha. So the way the Gemara tells the story, the Gemara says that the Gemara says that the the Gemara says that where is the story? It says that just just pulling it up. Uh, yeah, Rabbi Shlomo ben Elisha. It says the person born in Rishis Agayz. The Gemara said. He asked him, where, where are you from? I don't recognize you. He said, I'm from such and such a place. Apparently a bit of a distance. He asked him, You came all the way out here to give it to me? You know, we, we don't have any relationship, I guess. You know, aren't there Kohanim who are closer to you? Why are you giving it to me? He told him, I have a dintara. I figured on the way I'll, I'll bring you the Reishas Hagez. He told him, Look, that I, can't, uh, I, I, can't, I can't take this from you and I'm, I can't be your dying. This is Shochad. And I'm not going to take it. Says it Varshmuel. So that story you see that, that he wasn't able to take the Rashi Sagez. But the, that's because it was a long distance and there were other Kohanim who were closer. He went all the way out here, even though he did it on the way to the Din. But the fact that he didn't give it to any closer Kohen, he schlepped it all the way out to Rishmuel ben Elisha, that uh, is evident that he's doing it Machmas the Din. That demonstrates a connection to the Din. So anything given that appears to be connected to a Din, that's much more serious. The implication is, he says, that if, they're, if, they're, uh, if, if, if the guy would be local, if he wouldn't have traveled all this way and brought and schlepped the Rashi Tagez all this way, he, would be, he, he gave it to a Dayan who's a local Kohen, a local Dayan, and uh, there's nothing about it that indicates that, that this is connected to the Din. He gives them to random Kohanim on, on different times, various Kohanim. There's nothing suspicious about this. There's no, there's no Chumrah. So here also, Mishloach Manos, if, if, the, if the pattern of gift-giving of Mishloch Manos, if this fits naturally into the, into the routine of Mishloch Manos in the city, there's no evidence that it was given connection to the din, then it would be fine. However, he says, If there is reason to believe, based on the minag of what people normally give, or the, or the, 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 deta- the details of the Mishloch Manos, he gives them a particularly large or extravagant Mishloch Manos, if there's indication that, that leads us to think that this Mishloch Manos is not so innocent, that he has ulterior motives, that he's being Meshatev with Shem Shemayim, with the Shem Mitzvah, he also has other intentions. 
connected to the din, then certainly the Dayan who's Yariyas Tvar Hashem should be Lachush Pekabalas of Lazar Sam Yarkakimenu. He should certainly, a Dayan who's Yariyas Tvar Hashem, that he should be, uh, he should avoid accepting this because it, uh, it may have a connection to the din. So again, so the, so the rule here is pretty straightforward as well. His rule of the Mishlach Manos is that if the gift is similar to what he said before about Ribis, if, if the gift here is normal, and it's the kind of thing that would happen without a din, it, it's, it's common for people in this city to give this type of Mishlach Manos to people they know, or to Balei Torah, then there is nothing suspicious about it, and then there is, and then it's fine. However, if there is something out of the ordinary, like in the story of, of Rishmael ben Elisha, if there is something out of the ordinary, and there's something that tells us that this is not right, this wouldn't happen without the din, then a dayan who's Yariyas Tvar Hashem should be Machmer. The Chidah here, after he quotes the first Varshmuel and, and dissents from the, the analogy to Ribbis, this one he quotes and doesn't comment. Not sure if he agrees or disagrees. One could argue that here also, even if it's normal, it's a problem because at the end of the day, the, 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 the guy still knows that, that he gets nice Shalach the dayan knows he gets a nice Shalach from this person. That may stop if he rules against him. And even though he was giving it to him before, the, there might be room to argue, like the Chidah, that this is also a problem, even if it is normal. The Chidah doesn't make that point. Perhaps Mishlach Manos is not, you know, is, not uh, is, 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 more, is more lenient. It's something that everyone does. It's more normal. I'm not sure. I'll call upon him. These are the holdings of the Drashmuel, just to list them all together. The, if the Dayan receives services, medical services, for free from a physician, that's considered Shochad. The only heter, the only heter that we have is if the services are being provided prior to the case with no connection to the case. Then the drashmuel thinks that's mutter. The chidah thinks even that's shokhan and that's aser. In the case where the services are are, are being paid for, that that's not shokhan because he's he's not getting anything for free. But the personal relationship between a person and his doctor, where, where he greatly appreciates the the doctor helping him and uh, in, make, keeping him healthy and curing him creates a personal connection. It's not shochad, but it, it, it falls into the category of an improper personal connection. Even though it's not possible nikra din, the Dayan should still, the Drashmuel thinks, the, Drash, the Dayan should still avoid this. With regard to Mishloch Manos, it depends. He says, if this is normal, it fits into the pattern of Mishloch Manos in the city, it, there's no reason to suspect any ulterior motive. The person himself, uh, it's Masir L'Shemayim, the person himself doesn't feel He's doing it for, honestly. Doesn't fail. He's doing it out of any ulterior motive, and the, I guess both the, both both the, the litigant and the dayan, and it doesn't look that way to people. That lefimaris ayin. There's no perception of impropriety. Then it's okay. But if, however, this is something that uh, that seems out of line, out of sync with the normal mishloch manas, then it's improper, and a dayan who is yarias tvar Hashem should not accept such a gift, even if it's being given under the the guise of Mishloch Manas.